The internet rumor mill is spinning at full speed this week. Is this the end for Xbox consoles? Help us, Phil Spencer. You're our only hope. And Disney has purchased a $1.5 billion, yes, it's billion dollar, stake in Epic Games. We're going to talk about what this might mean for Fortnite and a whole bunch more right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? It's time for another episode of Gaming News Weekly, the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday, we're bringing you all the biggest things happening in the video game industry. You can check us out on YouTube, Fruit Lab, and podcast services everywhere. My name is Erock the Red, joined every week by this man right here. Full clip. How are you, dude? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, so I don't mean to transition directly into the next part, but to tell you how I'm feeling right now, I survived a mini heart attack just a little bit ago. So we, we put happened? off filming the show so that we could get some time in for um, uh-huh. the Skull and Bones open beta. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I heavily focus my videos on that first interaction. So if something goes wrong, I can't really genuinely re-record a first reaction to something. Well, sure. I'm an hour and a half in, and open betas are open betas. I get a blue screen of death. My OBS file is gone. It is, you know, I don't think you used to be able to repair those MP4 files, but what I found out, luckily, is that there is a little uh, program out there called Untrunk now. I was able to use it. I was able to save that file so I can still make that video and get it out there. Oh, nice. Okay. So that uh, leads us into what we've been playing. So Skull and Bones, about an hour and a half you said you played? Yeah. Yeah, I got to play a little bit. I want to. I want to know your thoughts. What are your thoughts on this? Um, I see it having a lot of potential. It is not nearly as like buggy and broken as I sort of thought it would be after so much, but it, it makes sense after how many delays. Yeah. How could you be so buggy and broken still? But sure. Um, you know, I was comparing it to no Sea of Thieves and yeah. uh, and the other one, the other big like naval combat game is always Assassin's Creed Black flag mm-hmm. and all the iterations where they've kind of redone the same mechanics and in, in their other games um it's it's interesting i enjoyed the little bit of naval battle that you get as your introduction to the game sure. and i would say that the biggest thing that's holding this back is i expected to be able to sort of get off the boat at certain places like just jump off and explore a little island on foot yeah and there's like none of that except for the very specific little areas where you're able to get off at like a cove yeah, it's surprisingly linear um, so far. I mean, early game anyways. I don't know. Like, I'm also only about an hour and a half of playtime on it. Um, and, yeah, I was surprised at how it really – it feels like it needs more work still. You know, I know they've been doing a lot. But, like, things that – like, when I'm comparing it to other games, like new next-gen games, like, there shouldn't be a loading screen – for. This is my take. Going into literally everything. You talk to right. a, a character, there's like a black screen, and then it pops in. And then getting on the boat, there's a, a like a you know a loading screen. Getting off the boat, there's a little loading screen. And it's like none of it is even like going to shoot a cannon. It's not. There's no seamless transitions anywhere in this game. And and that um, annoyed me. Um, the other thing I didn't like is the the your character, like the creation. 
it's such a lifeless character. You pick from like four things in this little reflection, and then like, and then you're like, you know, this is the character. Now, granted, you can, you know, re, uh, you could change your what you look like later on, but I'm like, this is what my character looks like. It was terrible. I was disappointed in that. I'm a sucker for a good character creation uh, uh, thing. So those were things where I'm like, I get. You couldn't give this game any more time. It's already, it's been a joke, you know, uh, that we've talked about many, many times, the delays and that sort of thing. But it does feel like it's a little, still, like it could have used a little bit more development, a little more gestation, just to make it a little bit more seamless, a little bit more, you know, make it feel next gen. Because even, even like, I don't know, none of it, like, none of it has really blown me away. And that's what I was hoping right. for. Just enough. Like, I knew it was going to have some jank here and there, but I thought there would be, like, one part of it where I'm like, this is really impressive. This is what's going to get me into the game. Now, granted, an hour and a half in, I haven't seen this big... I haven't gotten a big ship or seen these big battles, and I'm sure that's where the game's going to get good. But I don't... I, I was bored enough early on where I don't know if I would even make it to that part. So um, I'm I'm gonna play some more after after we're done recording. I want to see what it's like once I get going. But again, it's very linear. It's so far it's all just um, like uh, you know you go get this and bring it back to me. Go get this and bring it back to me. And that's like the only missions fetch quests. You know. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. But. Yeah, I I have similar feelings to that, but I also I got kind of suckered in right away to that. Uh, I was wearing rags, you know, and I wanted to look yeah. cool. So I wanted to go get more money. So I wanted to go on my ship and go find more loot floating in the water and right. figured out a couple of mechanics along the way. Didn't quite get to make it back to finish my outfit before the blue screen and mm. crash. But wow. it was a, yeah, I could see it being pretty cool like that. If you want to make your own goals, set what you're grinding for, as long as those sure. goals, because, you know, so early in, it's hard to tell what does a ship cost? What yeah. What does a large ship cost? What do some upgraded sales cost and it seemed like there may have even been like a, a premium currency there was some sort of gold emblem um, on top of the coolest of the all the accessories and stuff like that i don't know how that's going to work in but yeah also it is just open beta and we don't know how old this uh, version of the game is so as far as the content that's in there the outfits and everything and uh, character creation they could have built a lot more on top of it already and we'll just see yeah. at the full release did you see like talking about like currency and stuff like that did you see that there is you know there is like the battle pass or whatever you could there are microtransactions in this game and people were calling out like why is this is a 70 dollars game why do you have these whatever and uh the president ceo of uh, ubisoft said this is a quadruple a game and i'm yeah. like oh boy <laughs> don't know about that <laughs> If um if I were him, I would have just said, "Hey, look at every other seventy dollars game that has my exactly." Yeah, don't try to make this anything more than it than it is. But uh, yeah, I want to play more. I haven't really played with a party, so I'm gonna try, probably do that tonight. Um, play with some friends and, and see how that goes. Because um, I'm shit at steering the boat, so if I don't have to steer the boat, maybe I'll enjoy it a little bit more. I was like bumping into everything. I'm like, oh, this yeah. is not this is not good for the ship. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, and it's right around the corner. Next week we'll be talking about the you know the release of it. So um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I would like yeah. to. See, I, I'm interested to hear uh, takes from from across the industry. Um, you been playing anything else? That's pretty much it this week. 
Oh, dude, I've been playing everything. It has been, um, so it's the Steam Next Fest. We talked about it last week. And during that, they, the, you know, all the, the demos for all these indie games are released. There's hundreds of demos on Steam right now. Uh, and I've played maybe, I don't know, 20 of them. And let me tell you some of my highlights. First of all, I think the one I've spent the most time with, there's a game called uh, Balatro, and it is a poker deck building roguelike game where you have to have the you put out a poker hand and um you get points for it now as you go you collect jokers which are multipliers so instead of having a pair that's worth like 20 points you get a 4x multiplier and it's that uh you get more jokers as you go if you you whatever and then you can upgrade certain cards too so you could change your ace into like a metallic ace so it has like a a look on it and that also has a multiplier or you get more coins for that or you could buy more aces so then you could get you have five aces in your deck you could do five of a kind so it's got all this stuff and it plays a lot like just a, a regular you know roguelike deck builder but like just with poker mechanics and it is just the demo i think i played it for i don't know three hours i I put into it and it's like it's a it's it's fun it's addicting uh big fan of that one another one i'm not gonna get into all of them but some of the the hits this game called pepper grinder it's like a 2d side scrolling game but you have this giant drill and you the drill kind of like pulls you through the game you're going underground and it like flows out and you like fly up in the air with it um that was real polished that one felt like just a finished game like ready to go that one was great there's a game called harold halibut and it's entirely handcrafted like stop motion claymation made and it's about this like underwater ship it's like a retro futuristic um world and all the all the um actors are voiced um in it or or all the characters are are voiced by actors and it's just like this weird it's kind of got like wes anderson vibes um but that one is insane that demo was like 50 gigs to download just the demo um but it's all like this insane it looks it looks gorgeous it's one of the the craziest best looking games i've seen just in that it's i mean if you like stop motion like claymation animation it's really really cool so yeah there's a ton i just put out a a a tiktok of some of some other games that i played on um during the the next fest so there's a bunch there's some that like we've been talking about too there was like what was that mech mech game where you like it's a farming game with mechs um yeah i know what you're talking about don't know the title of it um there's that one's out there. Pacific Drive. I didn't get a chance to play Pacific Drive because it wasn't working for um, the Steam Deck. Since then, I've seen there's a, a workaround, but I'm like, I'm just gonna get that game anyway. So I'll I'll wait. You know, I've been yeah. the the buzz out of it from people that have played the demo. People expected to not like it or think it was okay are coming away really enjoying the the mechanics and the. Um, the whole way that that's played so that's got me fired up for that too so a lot of good games coming out in the near future uh it's exciting it's exciting time to be alive baby to be a gamer all right um shall we get things moving along yeah let's get into it all right let's talk about our new releases from last week First up, Foam Stars came out on February 6th on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. This is a 4v4 shooter uh, with foam. 
with lots of foam, baby. Um, you just foam everything up. You spray everything down. You're just squirting foam all over. I can just keep doing this if, in case you don't get the idea yet. You're spraying it all over. Um, but there's eight different characters. Each one has different abilities, different ways to spray the foam. And then there's different game modes. Um, it's kind of like, I would say it's like Overwatch meets Splatoon. Um, the, the foam is used to traverse through the board. It'll speed, if it's your foam, it'll speed you up. If it's their phone, it'll slow you down. So you have to do that. You have to create defenses by spraying like walls of foam or paths to try to get to where you need to go. There's a lot of technique involved in it. Um, unfortunately, like when you play a game early on, technique doesn't really show up. You know, because it's just yeah. everybody, all of us are just running out there trying to get people. Because then you spray the people and it turns them into to these balls. And then you ride your surfboard into them and you get uh, you knock them out. Or if your person is turned into a ball, you ride your surfboard into them and it saves them. So yeah. um, I played uh, I played it a bunch. I was enjoying it when I played um, day of. I was enjoying it, playing it and stuff like that. Unfortunately, I could see it um dying off pretty quickly for me if like for one there's like i don't care about any any of the cosmetics they're very meh the battle pass that they have i don't i don't care about any of it doesn't none of it really um is interesting it's all just real generic um the music in it is like i i first i was like this music this is uh really getting me going and now it's getting real annoying so i might have to like shut that off but it's fun at first, but it does have a point where I think it's going to just, I think it's going to lose a, a player base. So, um, yeah, yeah, those are my two cents. What's out there on the PlayStation plus service, isn't it? As like it is. A, so if you have that, it's free to play. So mm -hmm. that's the thing with, with a hero based game is it in order to want the cosmetics, you have to care about the heroes. And if they're just kind of generic, trying to be something like overwatch, but not quite there, um, you know, you're not going to have that kind of interest, but the fact that it is so, uh, it's going to have a wide reach being on that service. Sure. So, uh, you know, maybe people will start to like their characters and, yeah. uh, start to put some money into it. Yeah. You could, you could hope. I mean, the player base is definitely, like you said, it's much bigger than it would have been had it not been, uh, a PlayStation plus game, I'm sure. So that's definitely helping it, boosting it. So we'll see how it maintains, but um, it's fun. It's fun for a try, um, and it really is dependent on your team. I'm just, you know, I'm playing it by myself, and you could be the game could be over in literally oh, yeah. like a minute, or you know, it'll go. And we've had some great back and forth games, and so it it really is is team dependent. So yeah, this um, really but, is the time to get into it because as time goes on, like yes. you said, that technique is going to come out. People will figure out the people are be stomping. Yeah, right. Yeah, like for sure all over again exactly all right the other game that came out this week hell divers 2 came out on february 8th on pc and ps5 this is a sequel to um hell divers came out in 2015 that was a top-down look um you know same basic idea it's four-player teams co-op and you're just running around you're killing like these these giant bugs um but this one has a third person perspective so um it looks a lot cooler i think um, the, the graphics are fantastic. I haven't, this is one where, you know, I've talked about it a couple times now. I'm not buying games, uh, until March, um, at least until March. This one, I almost bought it last night. 
I really like I've been seeing a ton of people playing it, having fun. I've been watching some streams and it looks like a blast, dude. It looks so much fun. Um, but it is dependent on the people you can play with. So I, you know, I, I talk to my buddies. I'm like, listen, if you want to play this, let's do it. And they're like, meh. So I was like, all right, I'm not playing it solo. Cause I did also read that playing it solo. It's, it's much harder. There's a definite, uh, difficulty, uh, uh steepness. So, um, but like the premises, like I said, you're just killing these bugs. You could call in these airdrops. So that makes it fun. Like when you're going to do an airdrop, you have to basically put in like a, um, I don't know, like a up, down, left, right, like a, like a, you know, a, hmm. a Code. street fighter uh, combo or something, you know, know, like a Mortal Kombat uh, fatality. So you put in this code and then weapons or bombs or whatever gets dropped in your area for you to use. Um, and then, um, well, again, the thing that makes it really enjoyable is that friendly fire is on and it, it is funny to watch people like get just destroyed, like, you know, you put up a, a turret or something, Some if your friend's in front of it, it they're going to get mowed down. But they come right back, and it, and it looks like a blast. Yeah, every time I see this, I mean, I know I said the same thing last time, but I've seen more and more, and like you said, streams and people playing it, it looks more and more like Starship Troopers, even in, like, theme, because apparently it's some over-the-top patriotism stuff, where yeah. Starship Troopers is just a satire of that. Um, yeah. But yeah, gameplay-wise, I, I really like that idea. Um, because now instead of like a lobby of 50 people, you're it's you and three other people. And right. hilarity is going to ensue when you accidentally drop an airstrike too close to try and get a bunch of bugs, but your buddy's out there in the middle of it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it looks it looks like a lot of fun. And, and uh, I don't know, we'll see. Maybe maybe next week I'll be uh, playing it. Uh, so who knows? But, yeah, that's it. Those are our uh, two major releases from this past week. And now it's time to talk about our news of the week. All right, our top story this week. Rumors have been running rampant. Started a couple of weeks ago. Rumors talking about uh, Hi-Fi Rush and uh, Sea of Thieves being released on possibly the Nintendo Switch and PlayStation consoles. Um, so that was done, you know, through, there was like data mining and they saw listings places out there. No, no official word has been released about that. The, the hi-fi rush one is pretty almost certain that it's going to happen because people data mined and found like, you know, um, branding within the hi-fi rush, um, you know, files. So that one, you'll, we'll probably see that one out. People are also talking about another larger title from Xbox Starfield or um, maybe Indiana Jones possibly being released on one of these, uh, you know, PlayStation, most likely PlayStation for, for both of those ones. I don't see Starfield or Indiana Jones coming on the, on the Nintendo switch, but um, yeah, this has been rumors that Xbox exclusivity is a thing of the past. And now these games are going to be featured on PlayStation consoles, um, Switch when possible. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I think that's a good thing, isn't it? If I mean, exclusivity for a certain period of time, I think is a good thing. If they want to have their initial burst and get people to buy their console, because let's pretend Starfield was 100% awesome and everybody wanted it. You might go buy an Xbox for that. But even if not, then all the people who were complaining about 
uh, Microsoft buying Bethesda, no longer have to complain because you'll get your exclusive. Just have to wait a little bit. Absolutely. And I think that's the best way to handle it. Um, you know, the speculation with Indiana Jones is that there will be a window of exclusivity, let's say like a year. You know, if you're a huge fan of Indiana Jones, yeah, you're going to you're not going to want to wait a year until it comes out over on PlayStation so you could go and play it on the console that you that you have. Um, you're going to find a way to play it uh, other places. I, I really do um, believe that that's the future. And and also like, yeah, making it available everywhere is not I don't think it's a bad thing. But what we're seeing, though, is there's this. There's always been since Nintendo and Sega tribalism within the video game world. You know, uh, there's all this competition, Nintendo versus Sega, PlayStation versus Xbox. You know, the the song is old as time and um, it's going to continue that way. And people, fan Xbox fanboys are upset with, you know, with the way things are going. So, I don't know, it's weird. Well, I've I've also seen people take this to the extreme of saying like, well, this marks the end for Xbox. They'll never make another console again. This means that uh, Xbox will only be a service like Game Pass on PlayStation and Switch and PC. And I just, I don't think that we're at that extreme yet. No, and I do feel like that might be the future for Xbox. They've said before, like, they want to get their games out, like specifically Game Pass. They want Game Pass on everything that has a screen. You know, they want it on your refrigerator. They're putting Game Pass everywhere. They wanted to put it on PlayStation consoles. They want to put it on, you know, anywhere that they can put it. And it's, how is that any different from now that they own Activision Blizzard um, and a bunch of other developers? And why why stop there? They're already a third-party um publisher basically because they were call of duty they said is going to be on you know all the other systems diablo they're not going to take that down you know that game thrives from community and then you're talking about minecraft which is and always will be you know available everywhere so like why stop there why does it have to you know what are the rules that you can't have these games also showing up other places you know just to make the most money you want to make the most money and then as far as consoles go they're already well they're well in third place in the you know by a huge margin behind playstation and the nintendo switch like there's sure they're still making consoles and there's people still buying them but man i think i just read like two to one playstation is 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 leading um xbox in, in console sales so um yeah, I do think that may, you know maybe this will be the last iteration of an Xbox, and now they just go or they sell like. I guess it depends on the cloud. If they can figure out the cloud, they're gonna sell the little you know they'll sell a stick that you plug into your television and it plays Game Pass. That's what they're gonna sell. That's what I envision the future being. You know, and I think this is I think this is a much larger conversation, so we can keep it as brief as you want on this point. But what's the purpose of a console at this point? The purpose, yeah. of a, the purpose of a console used to be because it was thousands of dollars for a PC to develop these games, and you could put a home console out there for a couple hundred bucks. And that was the way going forward until, you know, probably about the PS4 and Xbox One era, where 
your prices start to match as far as like entry to mid-level PCs and consoles. And your consoles at that point are just PCs running some Linux version um, and everything's locked down. You can't upgrade anything. I guess the one use case I see for consoles is that it's supposed to keep things equal. So if you're going to go do the Call of Duty tournament, it's not mm -hmm. a matter of how much tech can we cram into this PC to, to give me the best advantage. It's I'm going to play it on a PlayStation 4. You're playing it on a PlayStation 4. We're equal. Yeah. Um, but but everything's kind of like just a PC with a lot of limitations on it. So I'm wondering if Xbox may go more the direction of like Alienware and be a PC manufacturer. And it'll still use some sort of uh, like Steam big picture mode on PC, but it's Xbox branded. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely possible. I think there's always going to be a market for consoles for, for people like myself that I, I'm like... Um, you know, I don't know what I'm doing in the PC realm about building, you know, a PC or whatever. Um, or people that are just like, yeah, they just want the ease of it. You know, I, I know that if I plug this in and I pick this game, it's just going to work. You know, if I buy a PlayStation game on a PlayStation, it's just going to work or an Xbox game on an Xbox for the most part, it's just going to work. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know what the future holds. Um, we will find out um next week i don't know um you know when but phil spencer he did say uh he put out a tweet saying we're listening and we hear you we've been planning a business update event for next week where we look forward to sharing more details with you about our vision for the future of xbox stay tuned so i would expect that in the, within a couple days getting um an idea of what this is you know i do kind of feel like the internet has been blowing things out of proportion and it's probably not going to be much. It's probably going to be like, Hey, this game has a time exclusivity and then it's going to go here. But you know, people are saying that all their games are coming over to oh, PlayStation yeah. and you know, it's like everybody's it, freaking out. Yeah. There's also one other little detail in there. The uh, potential rebranding of game pass to Microsoft game pass rather than Xbox game pass. Apparently it's mm -hmm. been seen in the wild a couple times. GameStop just did it. Uh, but somebody else did it a couple months ago. They referred to it as Microsoft Game Pass. And to be honest, I don't think it ever should have been Xbox Game Pass. Because I'm on PC, I don't need exactly. like the Xbox PC Game Pass Ultimate. It was clunky from the beginning. Yeah, that's the thing. When It's, it's confusing when it's like, okay, you could have Xbox Game Pass, PC Game Pass. And it's like, no, just, yeah, just call it Game Pass. And right. it will go from there. So, um, anything else? Nah, that's probably it on that subject. All right. Well, there is one more thing we need to talk about regarding this. And it's a new segment here at Gaming News Weekly. This is our top five of the week. I don't know if that's the title we're going with or working title. This is also the song that we're going to do. Top five. It's a top five. Top five. And then there's going to be like a sick beat or whatever. So this week, we're going to talk about, uh, we, we put together a list of our top five games xbox exclusive games we would love to see make the uh transition over to playstation or or uh nintendo switch now we did a blind uh a blind ranking on this so you don't even know what the what the end result was number five there was a tie between pal world and fusion frenzy mm. yeah so remember that game 2001 
Yeah. Um, we talk who, about that want? a lot for some reason. <laughs> right? Dude, because it's an amazing game. It was like really like one of the first like party games that you play with your friends or whatever. Who wouldn't? I, I don't. Why don't they bring that uh, out? You know, whip that out. Maybe even make it a remaster or something. Right. Put that everywhere. Put that everywhere. Put it on iPhones, Androids. Why not? And then Pal World. Everybody knows Pal World. Uh, number four, Sunset Overdrive. This is a game that I, you know, multiple times I almost bought an Xbox for because it's an Insomniac game. I love Insomniac. Um, everything they, they put out, I try to play. And this is one I still have not played to this day. Yeah, same here, but I know it's big. I've always wanted to play it because it looks like the successor to uh, Jet Set Radio Future. Mm, nice. Uh, number three, the Fable franchise is another one I've never um, had a chance to play, and I've always regretted. You know, I, you know, all my friends are like, "Dude, you never played Fable." Now, I have also heard from people that it doesn't withstand the the test of time compared Probably to like not. other games that have come out. But yeah, bring Fable, put put yeah, that out places. For its time, like Fable 1 and 2, that was groundbreaking. What other mm -hmm. game lets you, like, marry prostitutes and get STDs? Right? Yeah, for its time. Uh, number two, another tie between Forza and the Gears of War franchises. Those are also games like, I don't want to go on the Game Pass in order to play Forza. I want that to be everywhere. Like, it's such an amazing racing game. It, you should just be able to, like, fire up any, any system and, and play that. It, it deserves to be you know, uh, recognized everywhere. And Gears of War, I've never played, ever. I know that's blasphemy for a, uh, you know, a, a video game uh, person like myself. And then number one, what do you think number one is? 100% Halo. Halo, absolutely. That was that was both of our picks, our number one picks. So that one got full points. Right. Um, Halo. Like that, I I started playing the Master Chief Collection on PC um, not too long ago on my Steam Deck, um, and it, you know it runs great there. But um, that's another one that you know the whole the whole franchise should be available, uh, right. you know, everywhere for everybody to play. Did you play? Um, you played Halo Infinite, didn't you? I did. I played it a lot. So I played um, on Steam Deck as well. Yep. Uh, no, I played that on on um, Xbox through Game Pass when it oh, came yeah. out for for a long time. Like I was super into that. I was like obsessed. Yeah. And then um, it just they weren't updating it, and like you know they, they still they they haven't done much with it. So it's unfortunate. Um, right. But, but maybe it could have been saved if they would have had the player base of PlayStation as well doing some crossplay. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. All right. That is our top five list for this week. All right, let's get back to the news. There's a lot of other big things we got to talk about. One of them being Disney has purchased a $1.5 billion stake in Epic Games. When you first when you first saw this headline, what what, what was your thought? Well, I, I try to remember everything under Disney's umbrella these days and what exactly this means. And I don't know. We'll get into it. Yeah, so they teamed up with um, with Epic Games to develop a new, expansive, open, persistent, and social universe that will interoperate with Fortnite and let fans play, watch, shop, and engage with their favorite characters and stories from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Avatar, and more. Um, so this was just announced at the most recent Disney earnings call. 
Um, a lot of big announcements there. If you're a fan of Disney, there's a lot of uh, cool stuff, this being one of the, the major ones. Um, but they said it's a new experience built in Unreal Engine that will let players create their own stories and experiences, express their fandom in a distinctly Disney way, and share content with each other in ways that they love. I don't know what this means. Is this a new game they're going to make? Like kind of how like the Lego thing was? Or... That's kind of what I'm assuming. Or multiple yes. games. Maybe just a Disney branch sure. of Fortnite. Yeah, like are they just including it in like, you know, the more more skins that you could get for your for your characters in like the battle royale is it oh, gonna it definitely associate... looks like new worlds right yeah right. is there gonna be an entirely like an entirely disney map for one of the seasons right. it's gonna be like you know you go to like star wars area or like a pixar area of the thing i don't know um, i mean there's definitely some crossover there already has been though right because they've had right. like marvel deals and stuff a like lot that. of yeah a lot of different skins uh already out there um, but let's see, Bob Iger, the uh, CEO for Disney put out a quote. It says our exciting new relationship with Epic games will bring together Disney's beloved brands and franchises with hugely popular Fortnite in a transformational, uh, new games and entertainment universe. This marks Disney's biggest entry ever into the world of games and offers significant opportunities for growth and expansion. We can't wait for fans to experience the Disney stories and worlds they love in groundbreaking new ways. And then Tim Sweeney, CEO of Epic Games, said Disney was one of the first companies to believe in the potential of bringing their worlds together with ours in Fortnite, and they use Unreal Engine across their portfolio. Now we're collaborating on something entirely new to build a persistent, open, and interoperable ecosystem that will bring together the Disney and Fortnite communities. So I guess there it is, they, um, something entirely new. But yeah, what that is going to be, I don't, I have no idea, and I'm, I'm excited, dude. Like that, remember that. that you played that Disney Dreamlight Valley a bit, right? Oh yeah, like a lot. So that I mean, that was a, a very well-made game. You know, put yeah. the uh, put Epic behind something you know similar to that. Um, I don't know. I, I it could it could be it could be huge. Yeah, you see the movie Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. So that sort of like my idea of this metaverse that everybody talks about is sort of what exists in Ready Player One. The problem is that sort of thing can't exist the way copyright laws are right now. You can't just sure. go build an iron giant and then go fight Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. with it and Godzilla. Um, that That's all just so dependent on licensing deals and those things are going to expire. Now, the, the, the way to get around that is to have somebody like Disney, which is an umbrella corporation, who plans on pulling Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Marvel, and of course all the Disney in there. And mm -hmm. I think the problem with that is that you have all those things that are so much more mature audience oriented, uh, mature themes like guns. The thing is with Disney, I don't think it's in them to put that mature content next to their kid friendly content. You have to protect Elsa and Minnie Mouse. Sure. You can't throw your Marvel superheroes. You can't throw Deadpool in right beside them because they're putting the, those other characters in a compromising situation. That's a that great Disney point. just they're not going to want to have it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good point. So it's got to have something that like, yeah, you can encompass the whole thing or multiple, multiple things. Cause yeah, what, what does it look like? What does a game look like that has Marvel characters? Yeah. With your Disney princesses, you know, um, I don't know what that game is. It's, it's strange, but, uh, 
Yeah. Know? I mean, look well, at King, Kingdom I, Hearts. Like they, uh, yeah, they they did it. Uh, something weird. I don't know. I think I think the the answer to that is that they tone everything down to the kitty level. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. And Fortnite is great at doing that. You know, being right there for preteens, teens. You know, all the way up to adults. You know, sure, it's got guns, but it's not over violent or you know um bloody or anything like that so yeah all right next up the most recent game pass announcement for february happened uh games coming soon well let's see train sim world 4 and madden nfl 24 are both out right now resident evil 3 comes out february 13th bloodstained ritual of the night comes out february 14th a little to the left february 15th played up uh, comes out February 15th, and then Return to Grace comes out February 20th. So, not a huge week. I will always stand by a little to the left. It's such a simple game where you just organize things, and it's it's fun, and it's a brain teaser, and it's just it's calming. It's, not, it's a good game. Figured you'd be into that since you liked uh, unpacking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, style of game. it's very similar to that, except more of a, you know, more of just a really strange kind of obtuse puzzle. Uh, and then Bloodstained Ritual of the Night is a fantastic game. So, Have you played that one? I, I played a little bit of it. I haven't finished it. But so watch some gameplay of it. PC. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of enticed by the style of like, you're side-scrolling, but it's the world moving around you in some of these cases. Right, yeah. it's. I mean, it's a considered to be one of the best like metroidvanias um so yeah definitely uh, a fantastic game and then another subscription service humble choice the february version of that came out uh and that includes for 11 dollars you can get life is strange true colors scorn destroy all humans Two reprobed beacon pines there is no light enhanced edition children of silent town Oaken and Snowtopia Ski Resort Builder. Now, last 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 week, when you asked me, and I said I'm not buying games, you're like, oh, does, does that go for humble humble choice too? And I said, I don't know, we'll see. I did not buy it this this month. I said no, nothing really, yeah. you know, blew me away out of that group. Yeah, not, I feel the same way. Nothing's blowing me away, but there are so many of these games that share something about them that really stand out to me. The Beacon Pines, Children of Silent Town, and Oaken. They're very different games. I think Oaken's even like a board game of some type. Then Snowtopia, for me, is like, that's the closest to a simulator game. Like, you're uh, sort of management. You're building that ski resort. Yeah. And then Scorn is another one. Like, that was the big, uh, based on the artwork of, like, H.R. Geiger or something like that. Yeah, it's real Um, weird, real creepy. Yeah, I don't know how long I'd enjoy playing that game. So it being part of a bundle like this, where I know there are like four that I would really like, I may get it this month. Not sure yet. Yeah, yeah. The um, that Oaken is probably the one I'm most drawn to because that's like uh, it's like a deck builder, um, but it's yeah, it's a little different. Kind of got some tabletop turn based uh, um, type things. So yeah, it's all right, but. You know, nothing that was drawing me in. And also, if you like wait long enough, they'll send you like a coupon for like $3 off and you get it for like eight bucks. It's such a good value. All right. And last up, we got some news about the next Call of Duty series. Uh, 
and a much needed change to uh, to the game, I believe. So this came from Insider Gaming. They talk about how Call of Duty is going to have a uh, an open world campaign in the next uh, Black Ops Gulf War game. Um, and it's going to be built from the ground up instead of using, like, they have the the open world missions on the current one, Modern Warfare 3, and those are just built from existing, you know, previous uh, uh, stuff from within the game. This one is supposed to be from the ground up. Uh, it says, the game's open world will see the player and their squad navigate the map more akin to that of Far Cry. Um, players will be able to utilize vehicles to get around as well as using a fast travel system to get from one point to the next. Uh, although the scope of how many linear missions there will be remains to be seen, sources confirm that some linear missions will be integrated into the game. So, you know, um, being our, our resident Call of Duty expert, what are your thoughts on this? Good and bad to this. Um, start with the bad and then I'll, then I'll circle back to the good. I see through this, I think. I think that this is a way for them to use the next version of the Warzone map over again. Uh, just develop that one world, that one map, and then throw all of this into it. Um, now, the good thing is that sounds like a breath of fresh air, kinda, as long as it doesn't feel too samey if there are people out there buying Call of Duty for the storyline and uh, also like big into Warzone. Um, but I, I've skipped most of the most recent... Um, most of the most recent campaigns in Call of Duty, just because I'm more interested in doing the multiplayer. But this this could be the change that kind of gets me into it. I'm not sure exactly what they mean where it's a mix. I'm hoping for, yeah, you drive to the location and you gear up and then the linear part happens. And it's more like a classic Call of Duty campaign mission where you're going through the high-rise tower, things are falling behind you. There, there, <clears throat> sorry, there's no just exiting back out of this linear mission to the uh, big world. Um, but yeah, it, it could be cool. I think the Gulf War setting is going to be cool because you're talking like very early 90s, right at the turn of the decade there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that's like the I didn't know that Gulf War was the setting until I saw this article and that surprised me and um, intrigued me. Yeah, it's definitely a, a cool idea. Um, I think this is a, a good change because yeah, everything's been getting a little stale um, within the game. Now we'll see, you know what it means. It depends on how well they could really pull it off, you know, but yeah, well, I think it's, I think any, anything new to kind of just reinvigorate the call of duty franchise is, is a good thing, uh, especially after this most recent one where it's just been like, you know, they threw together a game, in a year copy you know? pasted so, from the past game yeah yeah so this one um the campaign is developed by raven software and then the multiplayer and zombies is going to be done by treyarch so um yeah yeah we'll see what it ends up becoming um you know still a ways out but um yeah should be good i think Hopefully. we should place bets on what song they're going to use in the trailer because ever since battlefield one came oh, out with that cool yeah. seven nation army but like done dark Call of Duty's been doing it every year. I remember one of the last ones was like Metallica, Wherever I May Roam. So if this is Gulf War, it's set in 90-91, somewhere in there. What's your bet on what's it going to be? Oh, man. This is a good game. I remember they did like, I remember one with like Eminem um, in it. Um, let's see. 
we're talking nine. So you think the the song should be from from that era, maybe? Yeah, but it'll um, be a remix, like darkened and yeah. with a bunch of boom. Yeah, it's just gonna be Kid Rock. Bah with the bah, the bang, the oh, bang. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> That'd be perfect. It'd be better than you think, really. Um, uh-huh, but done my by like, on a- some like female, um, like indie, like singer songwriter. She's just like singing. Oh, oh it's, yeah, like, a piano version. <laughs> <laughs> with those bass drops from uh the Hans Zimmerman. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. My bet is uh I think it'll be Salt and Pepper Push It, but done dark. <laughs> I love it. I am in for that. Yeah, I can't wait. It sounds it sounds like a blast. I that's I'm looking for forward more to the commercial with the song than I am the actual game. I don't know how, <laughs> right. how, how good that is, but All right, and that is it for us. You got anything else you want to chat about? No, nah, that's it. All right, let's get out of here. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Gaming News Weekly. Um, be sure to go check out uh, our YouTube. Pop Culture Playground is where you'll find this show and so much more. If you want to listen to the audio version, just type in GNW anywhere podcasts are found, and you're going to get this show right there. Bam, hit subscribe. Get all the episodes. Um, if you want to do a little more fun stuff you can go over to fruitlab.com check that out it's a website where you can post content or watch content and earn like a cryptocurrency called a pip uh our show is on there every week is 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 also our um you know singular separate channels um and then yeah full clip is also on youtube game facts g-a-m-e-f-a-x you can find him over there playing uh skull and bones a little bit coming soon um and then definitely go make sure to check out (laughs) definitely be sure to check out our tiktok page um all the all the highlights of this show are there all the discussion is in the comments section it's all happening over at tiktok well it's still operating before you know they get shut down um and then uh yeah, I think that's it. I think that's everything. Did I that's miss anything? It. You want anything nope. you, you want to throw out there? Your plugs? Not at all. All right. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week with more Game News Weekly. <laughs>